Chapter 2 I believe this belongs to you. You would think that this nightmare would have ended when I woke up this morning in a cold sweat. I might be able to attribute my damp skin to the fact that my air conditioning isn't working again, but the cool breeze that was flowing in from my open bedroom window did little to shake off the overwhelming feeling of doom that has been stuck with me since last night. Now, as I settle into my day behind my desk in the small office I rented on the Upper West Side, I don't need to look up to know that the pilot who haunted my broken dreams all night is standing in my doorway. When I do look at him, I clearly see one of my pale blue business cards in his hand. When I'd strategically placed a small pile of them by a table situated at the entrance to the fashion show, it wasn't with the hope that someone like him would pick one up. It was a ploy to grab a new client or two, and he doesn't strike me as someone who throws many elaborate events. What belongs to me? I ask without thought. This. He steps toward me with a familiar pale yellow envelope in his other hand. My eyes trail across the open flap before they settle on him. He's as striking as he was last night when he was dressed in a suit. Today, he's opted for a black t-shirt and jeans, but the impact is just as overwhelming. He's muscular, trim, and his brilliant smile is on full display once again. I told you that was trash. I gesture towards the simple silver wastebasket that is next to my desk. I don't want that back. Without invitation, he lowers himself into one of the white leather straight-back chairs I purchased at a second-hand store around the corner. The budget to decorate my office had been restricted to no more than a few hundred dollars, and I had used each and every penny wisely. The space is compact, but it's welcoming and hints of a business that is more successful than it really is. I may have to fake it for now, but I have little doubt that I'm going to make it. He scratches the edge of his nose with one of his long fingers, and that's when I notice the elaborate tattoo that is partially visible on his bicep. It's an intricate blending of shaded black and gray hues. There's no mistaking the beauty of several roses but woven into the design are other details that make it captivating. Do you like tattoos, Tess? The question jars me enough that I push back into my chair. I feel the leather on the seat pull apart as I shift and I wince. I'd taken the least attractive of the three chairs I bought and tucked it behind my desk. What is hidden from potential clients' eyes won't hurt them. It only hurts me, or more specifically, the back of my thighs when I wear a dress or skirt. The hard, cheap leather of the worn seat scratches my skin almost daily, but it's a reminder of what I'm working towards. My dreams of a beautiful office in a building on Fifth Avenue fuel me and make this used chair that much more tolerable. I guess, I breathe, pulling my gaze from his arm back to his hand. That doesn't help. He's holding an intimate reminder of a life I willingly walked away from, and a man who, at one time, was my future. I told you that I'd call the airline today about that. About this? He taps the edge of the envelope against his knee. I thought you might regret asking them to throw it out, so I went to JFK this morning to pick it up for you. 
I glance quickly at the pearl-encrusted watch on my wrist. Normally, just the sight of it gives me a sense of comfort. My cousin, Ivy Marlowe Walker, designed it for me as a special graduation gift. Right now, it's doing little to quiet my racing heart. I stare down at the delicate hands on its circular face. If he went to the airport this morning, he must have gotten up at the crack of dawn. It's barely past nine now. You shouldn't have done that. I lean forward so my elbows are both resting against the top of the antique desk that the former tenant left behind. Why wasn't it thrown out when the airplane was cleaned? Gabriel's mother grabbed it after you left the plane. His eyes search my face. She saw you tuck it into the seat pocket after reading it. She assumed you forgot it. That's understandable, given the fact that I could feel her eyes glued to the center.